0: Hey cousins, I'm back and better than ever. I have a lot to talk about and I will explain why I was gone for a few weeks. And if you came back and you're looking for me, thank you. It wasn't, it wasn't Monette. Um, It wasn't Scientologist and it wasn't Hillary Clinton. So if you were worried, you don't have to worry any longer. Okay, so the craziest news is that I am now jobless in Seattle, but I'm actually jobless in New Jersey. Yeah, I was at a job for five years and it was just time and I'm excited to move forward and I have a lot of great projects that I want to start working on and I'm excited to now work in my field. Not in a field. In my career field. So I'm very excited for that. And I have a lot of hope. And. uh, I'm just very excited. To move forward. Because it is time. But I will look back at that place with a smile. But I know I'm just. Just really excited. To start going in the direction. That I've been wanting to go in for a long time. Because I was doing a a little bit. But now this really frees up. The path for me to just... Start walking down. You know, I felt like that was going good. And then it just got progressively worse. That little speech I had going on. But this is real, this is me, and I'm exactly who I'm supposed to be. Disney Channel. So yeah, but I'm, I'm just very excited. I like wake up in the morning and I feel like a free woman. So good things are gonna come and I'm going to speak that into existence... And I'm ready to, to strive in a place where I want to strive. So, I'm excited for that. But it's just crazy. It feels weird, you know, leaving a place after being there for that long. Because that was, like, my first real job. It was at a warehouse. And, you know, I started there with a lot of my friends. And it's just, like, I have a lot of good memories there. But, you know, everything has a beginning and an end. And... That's what my boss says. Everything has a beginning and an end. That's what he said to me. Uh... And I left on my own terms. So if you're like, oh my god, what did she do that? No, I left on my own terms. Which is good. And I'm just excited for the future. So I wanted to explain that because whenever I talk about, you know, being jobless in the future, you guys will know what I'm talking about. Um, but jobless says it is, in a good th- is in a good way. Like sound like uh, John Travolta in Saturday Night Fever. But yeah, so... I'm excited and I spoke about that spoke about that for like 3 minutes now so I'm going to move forward. I also was preparing for a stand-up show that I Oh, wait. And that was my Fabrice thing in the back that I was in last week. It was in East Orange and it's called Culture Shock Comedy and it's when you have main room comedians which are I it's like uh comedians who do let me explain it here. Okay, so it's pretty much white comedians in an all-black room. And it's called Culture Shock because of that reason. So, it was an awesome show. It was an East Orange. I had a lot of fun. I definitely learned a lot from that experience because, I like, I did try to tailor my... Like, you have to tailor your stand-up to whatever room you're going to be in, you should try to at least, um, because you want to keep whoever is your audience, you know, 50 year olds, uh, Spanish people, black people, white people, you want to, you know, make sure that what you're saying can be relatable because then it just falls, falls flat. But yeah, I, my, my standup was solid. I know I would definitely tweak things if I were to do that show again, but it was really, really fun. My favorite part was, so I told the joke in the beginning and it did, it did okay. It did pretty good. And then I was having issues with my mic. So then I just repeated the joke again and then it was silent the second time. So it was awesome. No, like some people liked it in the beginning, like the first time I said it, but then when I said it the second time, it was like silent. It was awesome. And then, um, apparently Bill Cosby jokes do not work in black rooms because it was a great joke. But I was told that that was not a joke to tell in a black room. But I was also told that it was risky and that it was respected that I did it. But it was a great joke. Like, I wanted to say it on here, but the special is going to come out in the fall and they're going to put it on YouTube. So I don't want to like give away too much. Like It'll be exciting for you to watch it yourself. And see that joke fall flat. (laughs) But it was awesome. I had such a good time. And I I think it's really cool to like challenge yourself. And go do things that you've never done. And put yourself in positions that you know you don't know when you would be in. So it was really awesome. I learned a lot from that experience. And I'm just excited for the special to drop. And that'll drop in the fall. And then you could check it out. So I'm just really excited to like continue to do stand-up and you know, sharpen sharpen uh my material that I already have and just work on a lot of new material. So you'll be seeing more of that in the future, so I'm very excited for that. And then still I'm just if you're like, oh wow, she she sounded a little bit sad that she was jobless. Now I am a free woman. As Lady Gaga would say, I'm a I'm a free bitch, baby. I am. And I'm excited and I'm gonna make the most of this. I'm going to make the most of this. I'm gonna be very creative. I'm gonna become a beast at kickboxing I'm gonna get shredded I'm gonna clean my room I'm gonna write some scripts I'm gonna write some stand-up I have a lot of fun things that are going on and I'm just like when I wake up in the morning I hear the birds singing you know it's just it's fantastic so it's you know I'm living I'm living my best life you only live once and you only die once but I'm living So, uh, uh, I think last weekend, this is, this was pretty awesome. Um, my dad almost ran over like this trash can, like he was driving at it really fast as a joke and then he was going to drive around it. And then some old man came out of nowhere and he was like, like doing the the hand motion to my dad, like, please just wait, please, please, please. And then like, we weren't going to (laughs) hit you. This dude really thought we were going to hit him in his trash can. And then my dad says that he trusts a common thug or a gang member more than an old person because old people are unpredictable. And I just couldn't believe he said that. It was actually very funny. I laughed out loud, but, you know, like, the fact that that just came out of his mouth. But yeah, it was just fun to watch because he really thought, you know, and he sacrificed his life for that trash can. You know, if he really thought my dad was going to hit the trash can, you'd think, like, he was... If he was really gonna try to hit that trash can, like, if, and you came running out, it would just would have been a bad situation. But thank the heavens that, that he didn't hit that trash can or that old man, because I think that's nobody. Nobody needs that. And nobody wants that. That's an awful situation. Let me move forward. I don't know. I'm just like going into the rabbit hole, and like I shouldn't even be as deep as I am right now. Honestly. Oh, I watched the Patrice P-p-p-p- Patrice O'Neill stand up. Um, not stand up. What am I talking about? The Patrice O'Neill special, and this was like a month ago. I'm so sorry, people. Like, I'm gonna be more um on schedule with this. I'm I'm really not off schedule, but just like it's just been a really hectic time with like my job, and then I had the stand up show, and it's just like a lot going on. But it's fantastic, Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. I'm having a difficult time here. Patrice O'Neill was talking about. He had a Malcolm XXL joke, which is fantastic. But it was cool. Like, I really respect him because he was like, I don't want to be known for, like, what I look like, for, like, my weight and stuff. I want to be known for my comedy. And I think that's really cool that he was, you know, much more focused on what came out of wait, what came out of his mouth and what he looked like. And I, I really respect that. And I think that's awesome. Like, he didn't want to use that as, you know, that's what people saw him as. He wanted for what he spoke about to be what people found funny. So... I respect that when he said that. I really respect that. Oh, my eyes are just... My two astigmatisms, they're getting progressively worse. V- much worse. Like, I thought I was fine and I was like, remember, I think I said on the last podcast or... Two podcasts. Two, two podcasts back. I said, F wearing glasses, I'm not going to wear them. That's what I said. And now I'm squinting 24-7 and... Your girl's having trouble. Like, I thought I was tired, and I think it's just my astigmatisms, to be honest with you. So I'm going to start wearing those glasses, and that's it. RIP to Mary Grace with no glasses. It's going to probably be a forever thing. Because I was talking to my family, and they were like, you should wear them. And I'm like, but once I start wearing them, I'm going to wear them forever. And they're like, yeah. So I'm trying to hold off for as long as I can. Not that I don't like glasses. If you have glasses, I'm not trying to be mean or offensive towards you. I'm just saying I don't, I like myself without glasses, and I like myself with glasses. But I like myself without glasses more. So I know once I start, that's it. It's done. But I think it has to happen soon. Because if somebody threw a football at me, you know, I'll probably see it a little bit later than the usual person. And then I won't catch it. And that's important to me. And then I remember on the reading chart, I was like, seven? Nine? And then the doctor was like, there's no numbers. And then, like, she made me do it again, and then I repeated myself, so. I got them cone-shaped eyes. But it's not a great thing. It's it's not great. And I thought that it would, she said it wouldn't get worse, but I, I feel like it's, I feel, it coming. I feel like it's getting worse. And I don't want these cone-shaped eyes to become like razor, razor sharp cone eyes because the worse they get, I don't think that goes back only if you get surgery. And I just, I don't want to do that either. So get ready because it's going to be glasses season very soon for me. Very soon. I also went to a steakhouse. It was Peter Luger's in Long Island. And like I told myself like I'm going to be tough this year. Like I'm always th- I'm l- let me not. I'm not going to say always tough. Like I'm not I'm not going to fight anybody or anything. Like that that's not who I am personally, but I mean like instead of like I'm usually like if somebody says something to me or you know something you know a lot of the times like when I would be at work, like the women would say something to me in Spanish or like something like in Spanglish a little bit and sometimes I knew they were talking about me, but I didn't say anything cuz it's not worth it honestly. It's really not, but I said to myself, like, if somebody's gonna say something to me, I'm not gonna be like, huh, okay, or just, like, ignore. I'm actually gonna, like, stand up for myself, well, not stand up for myself, because I'm not afraid of doing that, I just know when, when to pick my battles, and I just feel like sometimes it's, it's not worth it for people that are, like, you know, you don't consider close to you, it's not even worth it to fight with people, it's really not, like, and that's not, it's not important to me, Um, but it's not about standing up for myself, it's just, like, I don't feel like doing it, because it's just not important what is, what's gonna happen after that usually nothing um but I said you know I'm gonna be tough whatever so I'm in the steakhouse and this guy is giggling at my dad and I'm like wait a minute Mm, hell no like I'm not I'm not gonna deal with that so I was so I was literally like on like the words were on the cusp of my mouth like I was literally gonna say hey what's so funny you know I wasn't gonna curse on like something like what's up no I'm just gonna be like what's so funny Uh, and then I realized he was giggling, he was giggling at my dad because him and my dad had the same exact shirt on. And what are the odds? Like, imagine I popped off on this guy and maybe the one in a million time, some guy at a steakhouse has the same exact shirt as your dad. That's the guy you pop off on. And he literally been like, no, I was just, he wouldn't have been crying. What am I talking about? Like, I'm going to make this uh, 40 year old man cry that was like six feet. He's gonna be like, no, like your dad just has the same shirt as me. And that's what it would have been. I would have looked like such a loser if I did that. So, like, I'm so happy I didn't. Like, literally, it was one second. So, I was like, thank God. Because it was just... And it was such a precious moment. Like, I told him, that's awesome. That you and my dad have the same shirt on. And he laughed. And my dad laughed. And I laughed. So, it was a sweet moment. And it could have went very downhill very quickly. I probably would have got removed from the steakhouse, maybe. Who knows? But what are the odds? You know, the one time I'm going to be a sassy aggressive person with somebody he ends up giggling at my dad because they have the same exact shirt on and i also watched the the great i love this the great transition i just went and then i'm just going to continue so i watched tom and jerry because um i have hbo go or hbo max and They put like movies on for like 30 days or whatever. And I like to get my money's worth. You know what I mean? If it's going to be in the movie theater, why not watch it for free? Even if I don't really care for the movie, let me watch it because other people have to pay for it. Let me, let me just, I save myself 15 bucks or, you know, I sort of kind of like make 15 bucks in my mind by watching it. But I didn't, like, I wanted to watch it because it looked cute, but it was awful. I'm sorry. It it was awful. The, the plot and the storyline, like even children, I think even if I were a child, I'm like, what? What is this? You know the acting I didn't care for. The premise was awful. Look at me being a film critic over Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry the movie, amazing. So I watched it, and then I realized that mouse, whoever he is, Tom Cat, Jerry Mouse. I guess he's Jerry. He's a douchebag. He causes all the trouble. You think it's the cat because he's bigger and he, you know, he always seems like he's the one in trouble. No. The mouse provokes him all the time. I'm totally team Tom, the cat. Because he doesn't do nothing. He's literally just trying to live his life. And then the friggin' mouse comes out of nowhere, and he's trying to take the money that he made while he was playing the violin or whatever on the street. Leave him alone. That's why you guys have been arguing for, what, 50 years now? Because the mouse just can't mind his own business. And he's causing... uh, Tom to be in all these awful predicaments. And then you're like, oh, stupid Tom, whatever. No, if it wasn't for the mouse, Tom wouldn't be, be in this trouble. So, you know, and if you're on the opposite side of, side of this, we can have a discussion. But the mouse is the problem. And he causes trouble for no reason. And that's the reason why the cat has the piano fall on him. Why he gets hit by cars. You know, why, why men just punch him in the face. It's because of the mouse. Because the mouth, the mouse provokes him. And that made me angry when I watched it too. I'm angry now. My blood pressure's a little high. I'm angry now. Because he gets a bad rap. You say all the cats, and then they're like the freaking mouse is so cute. Whenever they show the mouse, he has like his hands to his to his cheek and he looks so sweet and he's like, Oh, you're like all oh, the mouse is so cute, he's so small. You know, the cat's always messing with him. No. The mouse is always messing with the cat. The cat's just trying to live his life and the mouse comes out of nowhere and he tries to destroy it. And I also saw King Kong and Godzilla and hurricane tortilla uh so i watched that movie i also went to see that with my dad so i actually i went to the movies for that so that was cool they had like the lounging movie theaters where you can like put the seat all the way back and stuff and i'm usually tired I usually fall asleep for those but i made sure i stayed up so i paid good money for those for those 3d tickets because i haven't been to the movies in a long time and if i do 3d it's going to be a movie i really want to see in 3d so we wanted to see it and spoiler alert so before I get into the movie spoiler, I hate when people spoil shit for me. So I'm giving you guys the opportunity to not listen to this part because I don't want to spoil it. But back in high school, a, this is ridiculous. This is the reason this has caused a lot of a lot of heartbreak for me. So I was reading Lord of the Flies with the class. With the class and some somebody decided that they were going to read ahead. And then told everybody that Piggy dies. And then I was I was going to throw my book out the window. I said, now what's the point of me reading this? What is the point of me reading this now that I know that Piggy dies? One of the sweet characters just dies. And now I have to find out why he dies because you told me. I didn't I didn't want to know that. And that's why I don't read. No, just kidding. I read. I'm trying to read more. But, you know, I hate when people do that. So I, I won't do that to people. Like, I like to tell people. So back to what I was saying. So spoiler alert, we're watching King Kong and Godzilla, and it was beautiful. I was tearing because there's two forces of nature coming together for the for a common good, for the greater good, and that was beautiful. And I was about to cry, and then my dad's over here like and like pounding on his chest chest and saying like King Kong, King Kong, yeah. He's like oh, la, la. like that's not a that's not a, it's not a monkey noise, but you get, you get the gist. So he's doing that and I'm tearing because King Kong and Godzilla are, are fighting to save the people. And it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Uh, Easter passed and that was also beautiful. I had a nice Easter. Uh, I'm grateful. I'm grateful, um, for all the Lord has done for me. And it was a nice Easter. Like Nicki Minaj says, no, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Clap for the heavyweight champ. Me. No, I couldn't do it all alone. We. Oui. Young money raised me. Queens in this crazy. Southside Jamaica. Queens in this crazy. Because I always get confused with that part. So I said it again. I said it just how I sing it. I do that when I sing it too. I literally repeat that part twice. But yeah, no, I'm I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. So I'm just very grateful to be alive. And just grateful very grateful. So it was a beautiful Easter. Let me continue because nothing really, um, I don't think there's any any more for me to go other than, you know, a Nicki Minaj verse. I don't know where I can go from there. So I think I will move on. So Elon Musk has a company called Neuralink and the co-founder of it tweeted this. We could probably build Jurassic Park if we wanted to. Kodak tweeted on Saturday, wouldn't be genetically authentic dinosaurs, but white man shrugging emoji, maybe 15 years of breeding plus engineering to get super exotic novel species. So, wait a minute here. There's, there's a lot to unpack. First of all, it never ends well in the movies. All right. It never ends well. And we still have people dying in regular zoos. So when that stops, you know, remember Harambe, and remember something awful happened like a year ago. I mean, awful things happen in zoos still. And then where you want to create a Jurassic Park, you know how many people are going to die? Let's be honest here. People act a fool and especially, oh, look at the dinosaur. I want to get a selfie with it. And you know what's going to happen? We all know what's going to happen here. So, how about we just leave the dinosaurs where they are? That's pretty awesome that that could happen. But I think we should just leave it the way it is. Just like chicken nuggets. They want, not them, other people, want to genetically manufacture chicken nuggets. Make them electronic chicken nuggets. I'm good. Just give me chicken nuggets with chicken in them, please. Thank you. But what was really cool, I was reading in that article and they were saying that they like, I mean, I don't know if this is cool. I don't know. They put like a, a device in a pig's brain where it like tracks what the pig is, not what it's thinking, but like what's going on in there. Let me see. It was really interesting, honestly. It has implanted a small coin-sized device in a pig's brain and listened into listened into the signals it produced. Like a Fitbit for your skull. That's what Musk said. So, I mean, I just wonder what they're going to do with that. Um, yeah, I don't I don't, how, I don't know how comfortable I feel with that, honestly. Um, and then there was something else that was really interesting. So they were saying that they don't know how possible... Like, these people that wrote the article, they were like, oh, we don't know how possible that is. You know, the Jurassic... The modern-day Jurassic Park. Like, it would take a long time. But they were saying that they can... Use because they said with you know dinosaur DNA, it's like impossible to use that because it's so old and it's been so like destroyed that they can use the woolly mammoths' DNA and implant that in an elephant and then bring back woolly mammoths to de extinct them. I didn't think that was a word, but it is because I read it on the internet. But yeah, they said that they could do that, so that's pretty interesting. That would be really awesome if we could bring things back from extinction. But I just don't know. It's it's not 100% really a woolly mammoth. So I just don't know. I mean, how is that going to end? And I mean, what's scary with that is that it could become something more. Once they figure, how to do, figure out how to do that, what's going to stop them from doing more? So that's what's interesting. But yeah, I mean, people can't even stay out of tiger cages. So we're going to make T-Rexes. You know, it just, it doesn't sound like the smartest of ideas to me, Honestly. Um, honestly, so I'll end this podcast on a funny note. So one of my goals this summer was to go on a yacht and I want to go on a yacht, like in the movies where they're like, Hey, come on our yacht. You know, you meet somebody at a beach, you get hit by their volleyball and they're like, Hey, come on my yacht. So that was one of my goals. And then I found out that Russia is building an arsenal, um, someplace where America didn't know about it. So that doesn't look very promising for anybody, honestly. So that might be the end of my my dream of getting on a yacht without doing sexual favors. I don't do that anyway, but I'm just saying it's really cool when you don't have to do bad things to go on people's yachts. Like at the club that one time, I got behind the DJ booth in a turtleneck. And that was all because I was a joyful happy, entertaining person who told the DJ a Farmers Only joke to get back there. So that I respect. That I respect. And that's what I want to do. I want to get on somebody's yacht without any attachments here. So I mean, with with the stuff happening with Russia now, who knows if that'll even happen. And that's upsetting. But it was so funny. I was talking to my friend and then she was like, you know, a hot girl summer. And I'm like, more like you can do the hot girl summer stuff. And I can, while you, you know, get a guy in a Mustang or whatever, I'll sit in the back of the Mustang and just be, you know, hanging out and having a good time. Like, imagine that the guy will be like, what is your friend doing here? Oh, she's just hanging out. (laughs) You know, I'll be in the background while my friends have a hot girl summer But yeah, so I mean, if you have a yacht, you let me know and we could be friends and I'll bring the entertainment myself. But yeah, I, that is pretty much all I have. I mean, I feel like I've been off. Let me see when the last podcast was. It's been a decent amount of time and that makes me sad. Let me see. A little bit slower, a little bit slower, do not you? Let's see, what was the last one? March twenty third. Oh my, that was a month ago. Oh, that's awful. I'm so sorry, and I really will be more on top of this. It's just, it's been a lot with everything going on, but I'm happy that that's done with, and now you're going to be getting quality podcasts from your humble narrator, humble narrator. So yeah, I'm. I mean, that, what is, that's what's been going on. That, that's what's, that has been what's going on with me personally. And then in the news, the news, I'm like cold. So that's why I'm like stuttering a little bit, but yeah, in the news, um, uh, there's not much. It's just the regular schmegula. Um, I mean, not news wise, you know, I don't get into the, the hard news here. You know, this isn't, this is an NPR. I'm not talking about that's. I'm not talking about any kind of, you know, politics or anything like that. I'm just, you know, just pop culture. There's not really much going on. There's not really much going on. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about the Kardashians. So that's that's that. That's pretty much all I got. But yeah, so, you know, I filled you guys in on what's going on with my life and some things that I thought were pretty funny that were happening. But I don't want to yank your chain. Yank your chain for too long because that—that that is really all I have. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, you know, let me let me milk this for as long as I can. Well, I'm honestly, you know, I've been talking literally for two and a half minutes about nothing, absolutely nothing. But um, I'm happy to be back. And next week there will definitely be a podcast. I have some fun stuff going on next week. I'll definitely let you know about that next week, because I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. Um, but I like to talk about things when they actually happen. Not when, oh, that that might happen. When it happens, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. So it's pretty cool. So I have some fun things happening next week. And I'll fill you in on that. And if any wild shenanigans make the news, I'll also be talking about that. But uh thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. Because I literally, for the last three minutes, have just, has just been like the Peter Pan, the Charlie Brown characters. It's been like that. So thank you for sticking with me. I appreciate you. I love you. I love you, cousins. I appreciate you, cousins. Thanks for coming back and checking on me, making sure I was all right. So yeah, I will. I will see you next week. Have a great week and weekend. Enjoy the semi beautiful weather out there. I mean, some days it's so cold, and then some days, some days, some days, some days it's beautiful. So enjoy it. The flowers in front of my house have blooms so i go out there and i look at them and i sniff them when i can um so that's what i'm up to thank you so much have a wonderful rest of your night peace out love you cousins